Jesus comes. Would you look with us in God's divine library tonight in the book of Deuteronomy, please? In the 11th chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. Oh, hallelujah. In the 11th chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. Verse 11 and 12. Verse 11 and 12. As an eagle stirreth up her nest, floodeth over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them, beareth them on her wings, so the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. Hallelujah. Lord, we realize that we must be anointed with the Holy Ghost in order to be able to preach the gospel to this people. We thank you for them and for their being here and for this opportunity to preach. But we realize without the anointing, that is nothing. Except the Lord build the house, they that labor laboreth in vain. Except he wake the city, the watchman waketh, but in vain. Oh, Lord, tonight would you be the builder in this and be in the plans of it and move in a special way. You see every heart, every soul, every life, every need, every being. We're reminded that Paul said to the church at Philippi, My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Lord, tonight would you meet the needs of your people tonight. I realize I'm just nothing but a little hunk of clay. Oh, Lord, I'm nothing. Would you take tonight and let the angels uh, take the coals off the altar of heaven and touch these lips, these mortal, feeble lips in this body of nothingness and touch us and anoint us with the Holy Ghost that we might be able to speak as the oracles of God. Jesus, would you let us have the same anointing that you had uh, Oh, when it was said that uh, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost who went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Oh, Heavenly Father, would you be with us tonight? Jesus, our intercessor, our mediator, our high priest, would you tonight plead our case before God the Father? Hallelujah. We ask it in none other name than thy name. And you said whatsoever we ask the Father in thy name that you do it, that the Father might be glorified. In the Son. Would you do it, Lord? And we'll give you the glory and we'll give you the praise for all the good that's done. And any good that's done, we'll honor and thank none other but you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. I'd like to use for my text tonight, if the Lord would help us and you would help us, on fly or die. The book of Deuteronomy. In the uh, 32nd chapter, was that what I said? I'm sorry, excuse me. What did I say? Oh, excuse me. Ele- uh, 30, 30, 32 and 11. 32 and 11. Thank you, thank you. Boy, this getting old is affecting me. Somebody said, how old are you, Brother Neil? I said, I'm a year older than I was last year. Praise God. Oh, man. Hey, tell me the three ways to know when you're getting old. Number one, you forget things, and I forgot the other two. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Number 11, verse uh, number 11, chapter number 32, so we'll read it again. 
As an eagle stirreth up her nest, floodeth over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them, beareth them on her wings, so the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. Oh, Lord, help us tonight and anoint us. Praise God. Want to preach tonight to us on fly or die. The book of Deuteronomy is, is, is uh, thought of as and, and, uh, and uh, attributed to Moses. Uh, he, uh, he, he had the most trouble of any pastor I ever knew or ever read about. One day over at the church several years ago, and man, I was having some problems. I mean, we was having them. Of course, I know y'all don't have have none, but we have enough for all of you. Uh, and I was over there whining. And uh, crying to the Lord and talking to the Lord. And uh, the Lord spoke to my heart and said, If you don't hush and straighten up and stand up and go on and, and pastor this people and do like you should, I'll do you like Moses. I'll send you a bigger crowd with more problems. I said, God, forgive me. Thank you for what I've got. And I've got them left. I mean, I did. Hallelujah. Uh, <clears throat> Moses had a crowd that was uh, looked like if you'll go to study, and they, they they were near about all the time mumbling, finding fault, and uh, yet I don't see how he lasted as long as he did. Praise God, <laughs> but he went on with them. And uh, uh, he began to tell them, and he began to talk to them, and he began to explain, and, and he began to sing, and he sung this song to them. And uh, this is a song that Moses is singing to them. And he tells them about Jacob and how great Jacob was and how good and how great God was. And God was a rock. And uh, his work was perfect. And all of his ways are judgment. God is a God of truth. Uh, without iniquity, you can't find no sin in God. He's just and right is He. Hallelujah. God will do it right. You need to worry about that. Hey, 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 hallelujah. Well, I must go on. Uh, but He wanted them to remember. And he, he used illustrations. And of course, the Bible's full of illustrations and gives illustrations. And I like illustrations, and uh, 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 I, I love nature. I love nature. I, I, I'm, I'm, my wife said some time ago, of course, again, uh, I, have, I did have out on, on one pecan tree, I got a, a squirrel feeder out there. On another tree over there, I've got a big mouth gallon jug with a little house built, and they can, squirrels go in either side. And, and those squirrels... I feed the corn to them. It's a sight in the world. I've counted as many as 13 in one tree. My wife said, My, how you've changed over the years. She said, You two, you just shot every squirrel you could find. Yeah. And now here you are feeding them and setting it in mire. Bird feeders and just sit and watch them. And just, I like to watch things that, uh, birds. I, I, I'm not a deer hunter. I'm sorry. I, 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 like to, uh, I like to bird hunt. I like to duck hunt. I like to hog hunt. 
but I've just never been much of a deer hunter. But I like to admire the things that God has placed for us to look at. Isn't it something to watch it? Some time ago, it's been a few years back now, my wife and me, I just got out of a camp meeting, come back to the church, and I was right, just wore completely to out. I started to sell frass, but I don't guess you being north know what a frass is, and I really don't know a whole lot about it. But uh, I was wore completely out, and I gathered a church together, and I said, Brethren, I'm about the shape I was several years ago when, when uh, I completely collapsed right after the, I got through preaching that night and on Sunday night, and it was Tuesday sometime afternoon when I come to myself in the hospital in intensive care, and all it was, I just went out of gas, my circuit blew. But uh, uh, I, uh, I told him, I said, I'm almost there again. I don't want to get there. I promised myself I won't get there. I'm going to go to Alaska. Our youngest daughter's out there, and they said, fine, Brother Neil, we want you to go on a vacation. We want you to go. And let me say this, and, and uh, uh, let, let me say this to, to uh, you here at, at uh, Shadeville Church of God. Insist that Brother Mike goes on a vacation. I mean, get on. Yeah, he goes to camp meetings. He goes, to, that's wonderful. But there comes a time he needs to get out from under all and just go somewhere and rest. Amen. Amen. And because uh, uh, you want to keep him around a long time. Amen. Well, uh, I went out there and uh, uh, got there, and, and we went down to a place called Homer. And, and eagles, eagles, eagles. Oh, eagles. I saw eagles. I've studied eagles. I've seen a few eagles. But I saw eagles. I'm talking about they got them out there in Alaska. Uh, I want to go back in the summer. That's in the summer. I want to go back in the summer. I don't want to go out there in the winter, but I want to go in the summer. Eagles are amazing birds. They're called uh, the king of birds. They are a heavenly bird. They're known to be able to see over 40 miles. That's a pretty good little distance to look at, isn't it? Amen. They've well been known to pick up their prey from somewhere over two to three miles away. A little rabbit hopping along and see. Uh, I've got some books on eagles. I've got a book on the gift of the eagle. My wife bought it and read it to me while I drive. And, uh, and when I drive, uh, I'll get her to read for me. And she read the gift of an eagle. I loved it. But uh, I want to preach to you tonight on mount up, die, or fly. If you'll notice here, Moses says unto them, he says, now God has been stirring you as an eagle stirreth her nest. First of all, she makes her nest on the outside and and she keeps bringing it in with, with softer stuff. She starts with real hard, heavy sticks, and she turns those sticks in. And she turns them, and she fixes them, and she places them, and she places them. And then after she comes on, then she pads it with, uh, with uh, lighter sticks. And, uh, uh, and then from that, she'll come on down to leaves. And, and from leaves, she'll uh, get soft leaves and tender leaves and... She'll put those leaves, and she builds her nest in the cleft, and she builds her nest high. But I want to tell you, that's not as high as an eagle can fly. Oh, no, and that's not as high as she's to go. But she goes high to build her nest. Hallelujah. 
She wants to put it in a place uh, where every vomit and everything comes along can't get to it. Glory be to God. And so up yonder in that high cliff, she builds her nest. When she builds her nest up there, and she comes on down with those soft leaves, and, and then she begins to pull on her feathers and put them, and then she gets to her down feathers, and she pulls on them, which is the softest, and she lays that thing down, and oh, how soft and how comfortable it is. And, and then she gets on there and lays her little eggs, and there's Two to three eggs is laid. And there she lays her eggs and sets upon them and flies out and flies back and she stirs those eggs and she stirs that nest. You see, if they just left alone and not stirred and, and not dormant, you know what will happen? Uh, they'll not hatch. They gotta be stirred. Hallelujah. And Moses knew something about eagles. And he said, How that the Lord's been a stir in you. I want to tell you how God dealt with me today to tell some of you that God's been a stir in some of you. That you're stirred, you better do something about it. Hallelujah. Hear me, hear me, hear me. Oh, he stirs that nest. He stirs those eggs and he turns them and he rolls them and he turns them. I've got a, a friend. Uh, uh, down in Alabama and out from Mobile. He's a scientist, a researcher. His name's not DeWalter. Uh, he has geese and a lot of other things. He has, he's invented or, or produced a chicken that produces an egg uh, that has antibodies in the eggs. And, and, uh, and uh, he sold a patent on this and he sold it to the armed forces. And they, uh, they, they use these eggs to feed, uh, feed the soldiers. Uh, that's abroad because they have antibodies already in them so they don't have to worry about antibodies. they got them in them as eating eggs. Now what about that? But the geese, and, and, and he told me and I visited with him how that those old geese would go there and stir those eggs, which I know I'm a country boy, you see. I know I look city, but I'm country. And, and, and he, and he said that those old geese would stir those, those eggs. Uh, well, that old eagle stirs her eggs. And she turns those eggs. And she stirs them and she sets on them. Uh, she goes and even wets her dow feathers uh, that's on her and bring them back and moisten them. And she stirs them and stirs them. After a while, there's a little chirp inside. After a while, there's a little pecking through. And all of a sudden, uh, uh, little eaglets begin to pop out their heads uh, and they, they are weakly and feebly and they begin to uh, they, they begin to wiggle around uh, the shells fall off uh, but then uh, that old eagle takes her big wings uh, and she begins to fan that nest slowly and she begins to fan it uh, uh, that is to bring air underneath uh, and that is to cause circulation to come in them to get the air that they need to breathe. And not only that, uh, she does it so uh, that they can start getting used to the outside world. Hallelujah. Uh, she flies away and leaves them. Uh, they go to sleep. And of course, being young, they sleep a lot. Uh, but there comes a time when she flutters. And now fluttering here is in two different stages. Uh, number one is that tender flutter. Uh, that flutter when she just flutters. 
flutters uh, just to pull the air under. It's that flutter when she comes back to wake them up uh, and to stir them up because she's got some fresh meats uh, and she wants them to eat. Hallelujah. Uh, you see, you've got to have food if you're going to be strong. Hey, And so she feeds them. Uh, she feeds them the meat that they need. Uh, she hunts for them. Uh, she finds nothing but fresh meat. There's one thing that I like about eagles that's different from buzzards. Buzzards will eat anything, but eagles won't eat nothing but fresh stuff. Come on. Shout amen. Hallelujah. I've seen some folks around the Holiness Church eat anything that comes along. Have you ever noticed that? It don't matter how they are and who they are and what all they've done. They'll just grab it and go with it and slaughter it and, and take it. Oh, hear me tonight. I bet an eagle is a clean-eating bird. You hear me? It don't eat old wormy. Uh, it sounds gross, but it don't eat old wormy. A dead corn stuff that's laid out. Uh, it eats fresh stuff. Oh, hallelujah. She brings to her little eaglets uh, meat that she's chewed, uh, meat that's fine, and meat that's tender. And she finds tender stuff to feed that little eaglet. And she feeds it and brings it back and feeds it to them. She stirs them and flutters over them and wakes them up. How to let them know it's time to eat in the rector they're getting where they're looking around when they hear something coming. They're getting fat and they're growing. And all of a sudden they're putting on pin feathers. And then they're putting on feathers. And, and she comes in after a while. Now her fluttering becomes a little harder. What is it? She's a wanting them to fly as she knows that they're not hatched out to stay there. Oh, you know what's the matter with too many of our folks? They're continued right where they are. saved and sanctified and satisfied. I'm saved and satisfied. Isn't it something of free will? Our brother here gets back to the Lord and goes through to the baptism and we got folks that's been around the holiness church for 25 years are still sitting in the same old place singing the same old 57 amazing grace and still are doing the same old don't you think it's about time that you spread your wings and start trying to do something for God. Hallelujah! Buckle your seatbelt because I might preach a little rough here tonight before it gets over. It amazes me how some of our folks uh, have been around church so long, brother, brother Mike, and they're the same thing that was 15 years ago. They're as childish as they can be. They're immature as they can be. Every little thing comes along about knocks the props out from under them. They can't shout the victory. They can't give God the glory. I want you to hear me tonight. I feel the hovering wings of the Almighty Holy Ghost fluttered over somebody tonight. She comes back and flutters. She wakes him up and feeds him. And she sets on him, but the next day she leaves out to hunt the prey. And she brings them day after day. But her goal is 
this to get those little eagles to fly. You hear me? Praise God. They were not laid and they were not hatched to stay there. Let us go on. Hallelujah. Paul, in the book of Hebrews, one of the themes, one of the themes of the book of Hebrews is let us. Hallelujah. Let us go on to perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. I'll tell you why this church world is having so much trouble. It's because we still want to sit at the same place where it's hatched up and don't want to move. We're spiritually lazy. Someone's got that little peacock still, you know. Yeah. 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 Oh, don't that bug you. Hallelujah. I'd like to reach out and slap the hand and say, Stick them up, boy. Hallelujah. Oh! That eagle is not hatched out to just sit in the nest the rest of its life. You might can grow a beard six foot long. But if somebody's sitting in your church pew and you come in and you have to pout and say something about it, you three years old. That's right. And I've seen it, brother. Lord of God, there's plenty more right there. Sit in the, you ain't got it, it, it ain't written that you got to sit in that particular place. It might do you good to get out of it sometime. You're looking at me funny now. Oh, isn't it something? How immature us holiness people are sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't got to talk about the Baptists. We don't have to talk about the free will Baptists or the Methodists. Amen. We just talk about us. What's the problem? We're still, are we are still eaglets? We're still in the nest and uncovered the whole nest. You hear me? Praise God. And that old eagle, she, she goes out and comes back and feeds and she stirs them. And, and after a while, she comes in a fluttering, and now she's beginning to flutter hard. She's beginning to flap in them wings more. You know what she's wanting them to do? Some people said the devil. I think God let some things happen to try to get us out of the nest sometime. Try to get us to move from where we are. You hear me? We get so satisfied. What did the Lord tell Moses about the children of Israel? You can pass this mountain long enough. Go northward. Hallelujah. Climb some ground. Let's get out of here. You've just been going around and around in a circle. Around and around in a circle. It's about time that you die. And something else. Hallelujah. I fooled them down there at Allentown sometime. I come in, you know, instead of saying, let's stand and everything, I said, open your Bible or so and so. And I just took my text and went to preach. Some of them come in, I was halfway through the time they got there. <laughs> 
Hallelujah. Oh, and then I'd say, I said, hey, if you see any church Christ, friend, tell them they ought to have been here. We didn't have no singing or, or music or nothing. And, and you know how they are about that. And I said, tell them that we didn't have, they just had preaching. They ought to come. Hallelujah. They can't stand music in church. We didn't have, you know, you always, you, you hear, boy, we had a great service, didn't have no preaching. Why can't we have a great service and not have no singing? Huh? We'll be gotten by the Word of God. It pleased him through the fools of preaching to save them that believe. I'm on my t- oh, Hallelujah. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Thy word is not happening to my feet or not into my path. Hallelujah. Oh, thy word gives an entrance to life. Glory to God. That old eagle comes back and she flutters. And she flutters. She's fluttering hard now. Why? Because she's wanting those eaglets to fly. She's wanting them to get out of there. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, she comes back with such flutter until now. Instead of sleeping nights and all days, a lot of times they're watching and looking because it seems like her mamas that has hatched them is now beginning to be their enemy. In their little minds, I would say, that they are beginning beginning to think now, uh, the one that has been so good to us, uh, the one that has fed us, uh, and now seems like is turning to be our enemy. What seems to be the problem? I'll tell you what it is. She's trying to get them in the heavens. She's trying to get them to mount up. She's trying to get them to get out. Hallelujah. Oh, uh, she flutters more. She squeals now she comes in. She screams. And and draw back as she flutters past them. What is it? She's wanting them to get out of that nest. Glory. Hang on with me. We're going somewhere. You see, she knows if they stay there in that nest, that nest is going to become polluted after a while. Hear me? That nest after a while, uh, when she flutters, it goes those, uh, uh, those pin feathers and those dial feathers go out. She flutters harder. Uh, those tender leaves goes out. She flutters harder. And then those other leaves goes out. She flutters harder. And sometimes when she's leaving now, she reaches down with her talons uh, and picks up those little branches and drops them out on her. And all of a sudden, it, it's not comfortable. Uh, and they're wiggling and are twisting. What is it? She's a wanting them to fly. She knows if they're going to live, they must fly. Let me tell you, child of God, if you're going to have the victory, if you're going to live, you must fly. Hallelujah. You're not a ground bird. You're not a nest bird. But you're a heavenly bird. A heavenly bird. She squeals and hollers. And pulls out. And as she does, those, those big heavy branches that she's brought in there begins to punch them and prick them. And they begin to get uncomfortable. They begin to twist. I'll tell you, I don't like that. Uh-huh. Well, why don't you spread your wings and get out of there? Hey? Huh? 
I just wish they I wish they'd leave me alone. No, you don't. Just hang on with me. Praise God. You see, uh, uh, she, if they stay there, if they stay there, that place is going to become polluted. Amen. Was it Hosea that said, this is not your rest? Uh, this place will become polluted. It's not, you're not, this is not where you're supposed to stay. Uh, God didn't save you to just come in and get comfortable and say, oh, thank God, i got a padded pew in our conditioned church. i got a good pastor that will pray when my little toe hurts. And, and, and i got everything so fixed up. And, and all i got to do now is just sit back and, and slide right on through and, and not do nothing, just sit around Oh, glory to God. Oh, no. But the living God wants you in the heavens. He wants you higher. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, higher than just where you started out. Praise God. Let us go on. Let us go on. Hallelujah. Oh, brother, there's ever been a time God's people need to seek for deeper depths and higher heights and greater experiences this in this year of 2000 when sins everywhere, when the devils are running wild, when the America's gone to the world dogs. We need to be seeking for the heavenly things. Paul said to the church at Colossae, If ye be risen in Christ, seek those saints which are above, wherein Christ saith at the right hand of God. Oh, come on, child. Mount up. Get out. Hey, hey. Rise. Come out of there. He stirs. He stirs that nest. Or she stirs that nest. She stirs it so much till after a while it so sticks. And you know what? If they don't come out of there now and they're wiggling and twisting, it's going to penetrate through those feathers that now they have and it's going to stick into their flesh and cause sores. And those sores, if they're left there because of the aftermath of, of, of them being in that nest so long, and the waste and the refuse that's now there. If they don't get out of there, those sores are going to become infected. And it's simply because they won't fly. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. The great creator of everything that made everything right and made it according to his will and according to his purpose and laid it in line. Hallelujah. He made it in the way that he would have it to go. And he made that eagle to fly. Yes, yes. Uh, he made him to fly high. He made him to fly above the storms. <laughs> that when the storms come, how that he can mount up and climb up and get over the thunders and over the lightnings and over the clouds and catch that jet stream up there and never wiggle a wing and just soar above the clouds. How you see down yon the cliff where they've been hatched out, there's storms and there's lightnings and there's winds and troubles that come through there. How one day when I was flying from Atlanta to Virginia to preach a church dedication. I mean, I'd been going through it, oh, buddy, and it was dark and dreary uh, 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 that day, overcast, I mean heavy, and it was spiritually too. Uh, and I got on the plane and finally they got out to the end of the runway and he shot the juice of that old big jet. And of course, I was helping him back there. He just didn't know what I was pushing with all that was with it. And looking at and he mounted and he shot her up at the end of the runway and I said, ooh. 
I, tonight I said, I hope nobody's up here but us. And this, I hope they know we're up here where we are. I couldn't see how the end of the wing. And, and he just kept pulling her on back and pulling her on back. And I looked out there and I said, my, my, I can't see the end of that wing. Oh, I hope somebody knows where we are besides us. And they're not and I, Oh, But all of a sudden, uh, without a moment's notice, we went right through the clouds. And there we was. And the sun was a shining up there. And we climbed on up. And I got to looking out and it looked like I could step out and walk on those clouds down there. It just looked, I don't know if you ever been there or not. Hey girls, I hope it's cloud and y'all get to see it. Praise God. And it seemed like nothing but rolls of white cotton out there. And you just went, and I was looking out and looking down and thinking about so and so back over yonder and about down there. And I looked out and the Lord spoke to me and said, you want me to tell you what your problem is? You're flying too low and living too low. If you'll come on up here where you ought to be, you can get above the storm and above the clouds. Hallelujah. He said the reason why you're in the secrets in is because where you're being and where you're living and where you're letting your thoughts. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. About that time I said, God, help me to mount up. Help me to spread my wings. Help me to do like an eagle. Hallelujah. But they that wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not go weary. They shall walk and not fade. Oh, there's a higher place for you. But you got to spread your wings. you got to get out of that place that you are. you got to be willing. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. When not old eagle sees that storm, that kind of... He cocks, you know, they look out the side and she cocks that head and she sees that storm. And what they do is spread their wings and flap them a few times and mount up and climb up above them while the buzzards are going through the storm and the rest of the fowl are going through. The old eagle's up down in the heavens. Hey, I'm telling you, there's a place that you can get tonight where the sun of righteousness will shine in your experience. She wants her eagles to fly. She's a proud mother. But she doesn't always want them to just stay in the nest. Don't we sometimes wish, but yet we don't, that our children would stay small. If they did, it'd blow our minds and we'd take them to the doctor and want to know what's wrong. Huh? Amen. I'll pick me up some buddies this week, I'm telling you. These guys, now, buddy, they my buddy. Hallelujah. These boys is all right. I don't know why in the world these old girls are ugly, but these boys is all right. Praise God. We're having a time. Me and these boys are having a time. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Oh, ZT, Z. Uh, what did they call him? Uh, no, not ZT. Uh, uh, TJ, TJ, you here? Wave your hand, TJ. You here, boy? Where you at, man? Hallelujah! There he is. That's a man action right back there. That boy's got it. 
Hallelujah. I'll tell you right now. Oh, TJ, he's all right. Me and him's got, I'll tell you, we buddies. That, that TJ, he's a go-getter. I like him. He's my kind of man. Praise God. Oh, but wouldn't it be something if he never grew no larger? Wouldn't it be something if he never got any farther along? Uh, you know what? Everybody begin to feel sorry for him. Uh, the question would be, what's the matter? But when it comes to the spiritual things, is it something uh, that we set around in spiritual poverty? When we set around spiritual anemic? When we sat around spiritually stunning and we're no bigger than we was 20 years ago and every little thing about backslides us about knocks us down and knocks us like that. God have mercy. Come on here. Oh, I'm telling you, if you not only eat the, eat the Word of God and digest the blessings of the Lord, but spread your wings and mount up and come out of that, God will help you to get higher where the things of this world won't touch you in bother you so much. Well, you won't stagger every little thing comes up. Oh, hallelujah. It's fly or die. And she, she flutters. And it's either they get out or get sores and get infected. And she knows that. And now she comes in, flying in and fluttering with such force and pinching at them and pulling at them and pricking them. God does things to us sometimes. I read where it said, and He became their enemy. Now God didn't become their enemy because He hated them, but He turned against them to let them know that I love you enough that I want to do this, to try to save you. Praise God. You see, you can't be like this and be no good to yourself or to God or nobody else. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, one of those little eaglets becomes so uncrackable until he spreads his wings and out of that nest he comes. Well... When he comes out, that old eagle flies right down below him and drops down below him. Just in case he doesn't make it. And according to this old, old Indian man that we got these things from, that there were some that didn't make it. They could not fly. They were not strong enough. But when they tried and couldn't, that old eagle had come right down. And here's Moses said, and bear them up. Pick them up and take them back. Don't worry, child. Try it again. Hallelujah. Try it again. Oh, try it again. You know our problems? I done tried it one time, Brother Neil. I done tried it twice, Brother Nichols. I done tried it. Try it again. Hallelujah. Oh, I have a proverb that says there's never been a horse that can't be rode. There's never been a man that can't be thrown. But that horse that can't be rode by that man that couldn't be thrown. That man, if he gets up after he's been thrown by that horse that couldn't be rode and get back on him. After a while, that horse couldn't be rode. Will be rode by that man that refused to stay through.
Hallelujah. Let me tell you tonight, we are making failures in the wholeness church just simply sitting in the nest doing nothing. You hear me? We're dying because, not because of what we're doing, it's because of what we're not doing. Amen. We're not trying to get no higher. We're not trying to get no better. We're not trying to get no closer. Draw down to God and he'll draw. There's a place above. Hey, hallelujah. Listen. Listen. That little old eagle might try and fail, but that old eagle said to bear him up on her wings and to bring him back and to try it again. After a while, he gets up, gets up courage to try it again. Oh, blessed is a man whose trust is in the Lord. Hallelujah. I'll tell you, trust him, child. Regardless of how you feel, you might be pricked. You might be troubled. You might be stuck. But why don't you spread your wings and try and get not for God and doing what God wants you to After a while, that eagle, when eaglet, when it comes out, it comes up and it flies. Another one too does that, but number three refuses to come out of the nest. Number three refuses to try. And that old Indian out in Arizona said, you can go to some of these nests and you'll find eagle, little eaglet bones in those nests and dead bones and dead feathers and dried because they refused. It wasn't the bite of the viper. But it was because they sat there and become infected and refused to come out. They stayed there until they died. I'm a preaching here tonight to somebody. It's time for you to spread your wings. Oh, there's a little old girl up down in Richlands. I don't even know her name. I don't think I've ever talked to her two or three times at the most over the years. But I love to watch her shout, Brother Al Horton. I can tell him, and he said, Oh, that's so. I love to watch her. She reminds me, and I call her the little eagle. The Spirit of God will get on you. I said, Brother Ralph, you know it's that little eagle. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. And I reckon she'll just go to do it Oh, hallelujah. Mere friend tonight. Oh, God's good Holy Ghost. It's been a prick in your heart and a stir in your soul. And there's things that's been happening in your life. And God's permitted it. Don't you know that He can stop the devil any time He wants to? He did for Job and He can do it for you. The devil couldn't go no farther than God would let the... Uh, let the, and the devil couldn't go no farther than God would let the devil go. Amen. And, and God finally just draw the line and said, you can't kill him. You can't take his life. You can do anything else you want to, but you're not going to take his life. I'll tell you, how the same God I might be just letting some things happen to you and stir you and try to pick, to get you to climb up higher. Oh, you see, there's storms down on the cliff. There's winds of adversity on the cliff, but up down in the heavens, hallelujah, there's safety and there's peace. There's where the birds can't fly. Oh, let me tell you, this church of the living God ought to mount on up. We ought to be living higher than any other people. We ought to be living clearer than any other people. Oh, we ought to be more holier than any other people. Oh, we ought to be closer to God than any other people. We ought to be seeing more of God's work than any other people. And if we'll mount up, we will. Preaching. 
Come on with me. Touch him over here. Praise God. Psalms 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name, and forget not all of His benefits. Now there's a benefit in serving the Lord. Amen. Who crowned thee with love and kindness and tender mercy, so thy youth is renewed in thee like the eagle. Hallelujah. Revival is renewing. A revival is refreshing. Hallelujah. Oh, uh, Phyllis said a revival is when people love God more than they love anything else. Hallelujah. Mount up tonight, child. Come on up higher. Hallelujah. I hear the heavens above us calling. Read the fourth chapter of the book of Revelations when you go home. Especially the first few verses. And what you're going to find at that last church. The sorry, latest, Laocedian church. That church of apostasy. Uh, that church that was, uh, was so holy and yet so filthy. Uh, was so rich and yet so poor. Uh, yes. Uh, that church that was so satisfied and yet they were hungry and didn't know it. Uh, they were dying and couldn't realize it. Uh, they claimed and had nothing. Archaeologists tell us that that church was estimated at over $25 million and maybe more in our money today. But brother, they were wretched and naked and poor and hadn't, I said they had need of nothing. But I'll tell you what, they are still in the nest, you hear me? Oh, hallelujah. John sees that and, and all he's disturbed. But the Bible, this fourth chapter said and said, and after this, he said, I looked and he said, I, I saw a door open in heaven and I heard a voice saying, come up here, hallelujah. Get out of that mess, John. Get on up. Oh, Brother Neil, don't you know about the church and the situation? I'll tell you what about the church and their backsliding and all this situation. I'm not just I'm not just basing my experience on backsliding church members and on backsliding preachers, but I'm trying to live a higher place and mount up to higher. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory. There's a place you can get tonight that this world and this church world won't affect your experience. After this, I'll look. He'd been looking. Just after this, he'd been looking at the church. But after this, he, he looked and saw a door open in heaven. What you need to do is quit looking down below you and even quit looking around you and go to looking up. You need to spread your wings and say, God, with your help tonight, I'm going to mount up. I'm going to get out of this thing. I'm coming out. I'm tired of where I'm staying. Hallelujah. I'm tired of being right here. I'm tired of being uh, being just sitting around and, and getting stuck and, and have sores. And, and half the time people say, how are you? And it just about makes me mad. And, and the preacher preaches uh, and, and calls my name. And, and I get upset and want to quit and just fall out. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'll tell you, there's a place that you can get uh, that you'll flap your wings and holler glory to God for the gospel. Thank God. Oh, here, man, and I, it's fly 
or die. Hear me tonight. There's plenty of our holiness churches. Come on. That's as dead as they can be. I'm not trying to be smart or sound important, but you'll be surprised at the churches I go through a year. And it's just as dead. And we talk about other organizations. Quite tight, but right tonight. And it's simply because they've got satisfied right where they are. They don't want to go no farther. Brethren, I'm persuaded better things of you. That's, that's, God's got some better things. But he's got some more. Hallelujah. You see, the time finally comes when that old eagle will not come back to that nest anymore. It doesn't matter if there is an eaglet left there. She comes back no more. What did he tell Jeremiah? He said, tell them I shall pass by them no more. God's tried to get some of us to fly and trying to get us to fly and trying to get us to fly and trying to get us to get out, trying to get us, and He's flooded over us. He's pricked us. He's stirred us. Troubles is not to destroy us, but to stir us to realize how much we need to get closer to God and how much we need to get up. It'll either help you and make you a better, or either it will cause you to be bitter and sour and go down. It all depends on how you take it. Oh, Brother Charles Craft, that was a missionary to Guatemala. We was out there and he said, Brother Neil, he said, uh, you see all those trees right over there? And there's a cluster of them right close together. I said, yes, sir. He said, their roots are not much. About anything can blow them over because they just they depend on one another. But he said, see that tree right out there that's standing alone? He said, yeah. He said, that tree there has got a root system to it. It stood alone, and the winds have blown it back and forth, and as it rocks it, it just helps it to spread its roots out different and deeper and goes on down so that it can stand. As it grows upward, it goes downward and spreads out. Oh, I wish you'd hear me tonight. I wish somehow another God would help me to get to somebody here tonight before they die sitting right where they are. You hear me tonight. If you don't come out where you are, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. After a while, you'll get where you can come to church and not feel nothing. Others can be shouting and running aisles and you'll look around and say, well, what are they so caring away about? I don't see no sense in it. I wish you'd hurry up and shut up. I gotta get up in the morning at six o'clock. I gotta get up at five o'clock. I gotta get up at two o'clock. There was a time when you felt the Spirit of the Lord. There's a time you felt like raising your hands. There's a time that you was blessed every time the Word of God was preached. Every time God sent a message. It might have been a message to a sinner and you a saint, but something about it you was able to get a hope. I took a little fresh something. Hallelujah. But all of a sudden, it seems like while others are flying and others are mounting up, you seem to be sitting still. What is it? You refuse to fly. You refuse to move. You refuse to be stirred. You refuse. When God's Holy Ghost passed by you and stirred you, you refuse to do anything. 
somebody here tonight. The Lord's trying to move somebody in this church house tonight. He's trying to get you to get further than you've ever gone. He's trying to get you to get out from that old uh, around the circle experience that you got. He's trying to get you how to get out of that same old spot that you've been in uh, so long and that same old routine and that same old rut. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I was raised in the country in South Georgia on old dirt roads. And brother, there's one thing. Those old drivers would tell you, watch those ruts. Don't get in those ruts. Because you can't hardly get out. They dreaded the ruts about as much as they did the ditches. Hell, you hear me? We've got a lot of people tonight in the holiness trip. They've gotten such a rut you can't hardly get them out. It's the same old thing. It's time to get out. It's time to get it's tired. It's time to mount up. It's time to fly. Heal on the hush of You're waiting on. You're waiting on the same old thing that's happened every night. You're waiting on me to say sing. You're waiting on me to say please. You're waiting on me to say come on. You're waiting on me to beg you. Why don't you get out of that rut and say bless God? I'm getting up right now and I'm getting out of this thing. Hey, hallelujah! I'm a walking out of here tonight. I'm a getting out of this pew. I'm gonna do something for God right now. Why don't you stand up, spread your hands toward heaven, lift up holy hands, praying without doubting, and let God do something for you. you. I don't know your name, but every time I got out to pray, you come before me. Oh God. Oh God. I'm telling you tonight, God's so wanting you to get out of that same old routine and out of that same old place that you've been and climb higher. Hallelujah. Oh. Why don't you reach up? Why don't you pray up? Why don't you climb up? Hallelujah! Oh, why don't you move up? Oh, you already stirred up. God's already been a moving you, and a stirring you, and a flattering over you. Why don't you get out of it and come on? I know what you're waiting on, the same old 63. Well, it ain't going to be that way with this preacher. The pastor might do it. 
but it ain't going to be that way tonight. That's our problem. We got 63. Well, I'll tell you what. You'll never get nowhere just staying on 63. There's a number beyond 63. Did you know that? In fact, there's a hundred beyond 63. There's a thousand beyond 63. Uh, there's 10,000, a million. Uh, there's plenty beyond 63. But you'll never get no further until you make it up in your mind. You're going to get out of the routine and go to obeying God and you're going to go to mountain up. God's good Holy Ghost is fluttering over you. You're feeling. You're feeling. Amen. Most of us has got some backslid till if we get a prick to time or two, uh, we'll quit and die rather than try to get out and try. Amen. I'll tell you, we'll hang our head and stick our head in the sand like an ostrich. Uh, we'll bow like a droop chicken. Uh, you hear me tonight? Uh, and it's simply because we refuse. Uh, we refuse to be spluttered over. Uh, we refuse to mount up. We refuse to get out. Uh, we refuse to change. I'm telling you, it's time to change. Uh, it's time to get out. It's time to move. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody here tonight, you ought to just start walking. Uh, somebody here tonight ought to just start clapping the hands. Uh, praise God. Somebody ought to just raise their hand and Hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. I'm telling you tonight, I just do it different than the way you've been to do it and see what God will do for you. A lot of us don't have to go home and pray now, lay me down to sleep and pray the Lord my soul to keep because we do it at church. We come fall down, doll, and bow our head and <laughs> Mama, something other. Praise God. That ain't the Bible. You can't prove that by the book. Lift up holy hands, praying without wrath and without doubting. Jesus said, when you see all these saints come to pass, run it all and stick your head under your arm like a sleeping goose and stick your head on the arm. No, he said, lift up your eyes. Lift up your head for your redemption draweth not. Child of God, there's ever been a time. We need to be looking up. We need to be mounting up. We need to be stirred and moving up. It's now. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I feel running avenues in my soul. It's either fly or die. Pastor, there's people in your congregation tonight, if they don't move, they're going to die. I've seen you praying for them. I've seen you burden. But they must. I want to tell you this is an individual affair, my dear brother. We depend on the pastor to do all of our praying. We depend on the pastor to do all of everything. Amen. See that we're fed. See that everything's happened. But I'm telling you, God's been good to you and God's been blessing you and then God's been a-pricking you and God's been giving you trouble and you've been having some problems and you won't even tell you why because He's trying to get you out from where you are and get you to move.
He don't want you to die. You know what those lepers said outside of Samaria? Why sit we here until we die? I wish this holiness church could get a hold of that. Amen. I mean, just old lepers was. They're supposed to be unclean and was unclean. Everywhere they went, they had to holler, unclean, unclean, unclean. But they said, why sit we here? Let's try it, boys. Let's try it. What have we got to lose? Oh, Syrians are over yonder. And there's a phantom in back there. In Samaria, there ain't nothing to lose. Let's try it. Praise God. What's it going to hurt to try tonight? Well, I might make a failure where you're failing like you are. It's for a certainty you're going to die like you're sitting up and like you're doing. Why don't you try it one time? Oh, hallelujah. I'm challenging you tonight to step out and try God trusting Him. Oh, if you fail, He'll bear you up. If you try, He'll come to your rescue. Oh, hallelujah. He'll pick you up when you're down, when you're trying. Well, that's all I know to do. You'll find out I'm different if you hadn't found it out yet. What's the use of having a little lay me down to sleep down here at the altar tonight? Huh? You can do that and you get to the house. Get outside of your bed and throw your, throw your head under your arm and, and say, now lay me down. What's the use of having that? I mean, if you're not going to move, we just as well as shut her down and go to the house. Amen. I know that sounds mean, but I'm telling you, I'm feeling God to want to tell you that it's time that you fly. It's time you do something besides just hang around and wait around and go through this little routine. And uh, I, I, so many times we don't have to have a pro. We've been through it so much till we got it memorized. This time we start obeying God. Hey, hey, uh, there's a time. There's a time. There's a time at these holiness church you couldn't never tell what was going to happen. Hallelujah. They ought to sing one song and shout for two hours and a half. Uh, uh, they ought to sing a special. I'll tell you, it's time we get back to worshiping God. It's time we get back to spreading our wings and say, Here am I, Lord. Touch me, use me, let me mount up for you. Oh! <laughs> 